advisor attorney Ryan Russman is uh, is in do, 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 do. because uh, it's Legal Tuesday, baby. Ryan is a legal attorney. Ryan is a legal dude who answers your queries. He's uh, a legal Ryan dude. Is a legal, legal dude answering your queries. Ryan, he's um, Ryan Russman. So let's go out to Colorado and, and the the cake thing. Sure. Okay, so that was a narrow ruling that Extremely. applies specifically to that case. That's right. Now, is it so because the, the, the guy, the baker in question, now to me, you know... Uh, if you, if you if it's really your religion, okay, I, I guess yeah, I guess right. But to me, you're not going to cook a cake for someone that comes in your building and you're a public business. You're dancing with discrimination, right? That's that's the I, thought. I, and that was really, I think, the the underlying thrust of right. that particular uh, law uh, suit. And right. So this is a very, and I want to emphasize, a very narrow opinion dealing with the singular issue so right this does not give license for people to start discriminating right based on on those circumstances and it's because this is what this is my question it's because right the fact that the guy had a long provable history of uh religion being very very much a part of his business he wouldn't do any cakes or decorations that dealt with alcohol or smoking or halloween it was the, or halloween and he closed on sundays and he closed on sundays and made a big deal of closing on sundays right and so, so you know there there's a, a, a difficult balance yeah. in this circumstance, and so how do you, you know, find a, you know a pathway to that? And the, the Supreme Court in this particular case issued mm-hmm. this very narrow ruling, which right. is a great thing that it's so narrow because, as you said, it doesn't you know open the door to blatant discrimination. Right. That right. that is a, a huge problem. What was interesting to me was that uh, Justice Kennedy actually wrote the opinion. He uh, has long been uh, kind of the deciding vote in these cases. He was one of the principal votes to talk about uh, discrimination based on sexual orientation in a previous decision. So I was glad to see that he was really the principal author of this because yeah. I think he has a real firm understanding of, of the facts and I'm glad that it was so narrow. So we've all seen, uh, <clears throat> getting back to the question that I wanted to ask you, we've all seen these road rage incidents where somebody gets out and makes a physical threat or a physical, it has a physical altercation with someone else. And one of the things that's come up in the past is I, as a gun owner and a license to carry concealed weapons, I, I have the license to carry. I'm driving down the road. I have my firearm on my possession. And uh, one of the questions that's come up in the past is in a type of altercation like that, a guy comes out, he's really physically threatening me. I'm in the car. I'm not out of the car. And I, if I pull my jacket back in, like, don't, dude, because I got a gun. I think what right. we've talked about in the past is, have I broken the, is that brandishing a weapon? The, 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 la- the legislature has changed that statute so that that is no longer considered a, a, a criminal offense. The concern, though, and I want to be clear about this because it's a very slippery slope, is that you have to really base it on the factual circumstances in each individual case. So to, to suggest, you know, in any forum, including this one, that it's permissible uh, under under blanket circumstances to, to act in that manner, I think it is incorrect. What you have to do is look at the circumstances around each and every one of those events to determine whether or not there was, in right. fact, some sort of criminal activity. And I would tell you... You that, have to feel threatened. You right, have to there, feel there, threatened. There has to be, and, and here's the thing, we are, at least I am, and I know many people that are 
out there listening are responsible gun owners. And the circumstances, you want to avoid those circumstances sure. in the first place. Absolutely. So I think members of law enforcement would, would completely agree with me that you know the best thing you can do is not to brandish a weapon, but is to get on the phone and, and to dial 911. That would be, in my estimation, the more prudent. And let's be clear about what I'm saying. I'm Absolutely. not saying take your weapon out and wave oh, it no, around. no, no, no. But I, if I'm in a situation where Scotty's in front of me, he gets out of his car, and all of a sudden he bolts out of his car, now. and now he's coming at me, anybody who gets out of their car and is coming at me, I don't know. I'm going to start going, holy crap, right, there and I'm going to be scared for a second. That's right, right. and there are exceptions now. <clears throat> no, I'm just saying, I don't know how crazy the guy is, Kelly. I know yeah. he's physically not the most yeah. imposing figure. <laughs> I'm talking about... What are they saying? I don't think he's coming that quickly. I'm yeah. just talking about, you know, like lifting, <laughs> okay. lifting your jacket nice. and saying, look, right there, I haven't touched it yet, but I'm pointing to it. Don't mess with me. That's what I'm talking right, about. Right, and, and there are exceptions now. So the problem, again, though, is, and and this is my, my worry, in, in, is that you just want to make sure that you're acting in an appropriate manner and that there's a, an appropriate escalation of force. Right, okay. All right, just checking. I don't want to get clear no, of that. absolutely. Thank you. Ryan, I know you don't practice Massachusetts, but I want to know if you can help. I've contacted the court to expunge my OUI from 1986. They said they couldn't, but they could seal it. What does that mean? Well, unfortunately, because this is a question out of Massachusetts, I'd rather not answer and defer to Massachusetts counsel. Because okay, then the I didn't definition know if a sponge be, versus right. So there would be definitions under different circumstances. What I can tell you about Massachusetts law, though, is they have something called Melanie's Law down there, and unlike New Hampshire, we have a ten-year look back for the purposes of determining subsequent offenses. In Massachusetts, uh, they have Melanie's Law, and it is a lifetime look back. So the question in that circumstance would be whether or not a sealed record could be used for, if you will, enhancing a later penalty. And unfortunately, I'd have to refer you to Massachusetts counsel. Uh, I'd like to stay anonymous, obviously. We live on a border of New Hampshire and Massachusetts, but technically, we do live in Massachusetts. My neighbor is selling and, or selling and growing a buttload of marijuana, also other drugs like marijuana, edibles, dab, wax, as well as pills. What do I do? Well, I, I'm <laughs> not sure what uh, so, so they're in Massachusetts, and do we know if the neighbor resides in, in uh, they live in New Hampshire. They live in Massachusetts. So let's hard. assume them, th that they live in Massachusetts. It's, it, there's not enough facts there for me to answer the question on air. So, you know, I would tell you that in, in different states, particularly in Massachusetts and New Hampshire and even in Maine, there are different rules and regulations in terms of the possession and cultivation of marijuana. Right. And it's become a huge problem because you have Interstate 95 that transits between mm -hmm. Maine, New Hampshire, and Massachusetts, and you're going through three different jurisdictions for which there are three different sets of rules. Right. Uh, Scotty's answer is that you shut the hell up. Yes, yeah, Scotty's shut up. Be a good neighbor. Uh, my uh, girl, go ahead. I have been married for four years. Uh, we are getting divorced. Do I have to pay alimony? Also, we have one child together, and her son from a previous relationship is my stepson. Is there any way I can get visitation rights to him along with my biological son? Divorce! <laughs> All cool kids are doing it. Roadkill well, was hit the bell on that. Yeah, I love yeah, it. He, he so what I can tell you is this, that the question of alimony is a question of circumstance. So we would have to determine whether or not there were cir circumstances in place that were requiring your, your spouse at that time to stay home and not perhaps pursue their career. There may be a, a view of that. In terms of visitation to a stepchild, I don't know the answer to that off the top of my head. That's something that I'd have to refer to. There's some counsel in my office that might uh, be able to answer that. We could certainly pose that in a question to an email to the office. But I would imagine that there will be limited opportunity for that because there's no yeah. biological uh, relationship there. Uh, a friend of mine owed me some money and filed for bankruptcy. I paid off the debt, 
Um, I paid off the debt and emailed him and said, if you ever hit the lotto, you could pay that back. Now he's suing for violating his bankruptcy. Does he have a case? Uh, yeah, I don't practice in the area of bankruptcy law. If they want to send me an email, I could refer them to counsel that could help them answer that question. So, so if you file for bankruptcy, nobody can go, hey, man, is this something we can work out? After you file bankruptcy, that's illegal? Is that what I get from that? I, you know, my understanding, and again, it, it, it's limited, is that once you make an application for the bankruptcy, there are certain things that happen to your debt. Yeah. And you have to, I think, list certain uh, assets and liabilities, and you also have to list what those debts are. That's why I refer you to bankruptcy counsel. They can certainly answer that question question better than I could. Uh, my girlfriend recently gave her two-week notice in New Hampshire. There was some debate over whether or not the employer owed her vacation time that she had earned or if it was a, if, or if it was a decision to pay it or not. Is there a law in New Hampshire that states you must pay earned va- be paid uh, earned vacation my time? My understanding is that you do have to be paid earned vacation time as part of the any particular, if you will, a separation like that. So, so if you have two weeks vacation a year and you get fired in January, do they still owe you the yeah. two weeks? Well, it, it depends on the circumstances. Again, but more most commonly, there is that, that earned vacation time that would be owed. I don't know if you read this one, Greg, but uh, recently I was denied buying a handgun. I got a letter from the state saying I was denied for having a drug conviction. I had a possession violation, no felony or misdemeanor. Do I have any recourse or am I forever unarmable in the eyes of the law? Well, if it's a if it's a right to carry in a possession issue, there's actually a right to appeal to a district court judge to have that question determined. And if that is the circumstances, there is a right of review. Uh, apparently there was a woman that got hit in the mouth with a baseball down in Fenway Park. I, I didn't know about this story, but she's suing for over $9 million, according to this email. Uh, does she have a case when it's written right on the ticket to look out for foul balls? Well, um, I, I have a conflict. I can't answer that question okay. on there. So right. I'm very sorry. Okay. All uh, right. If someone is in jail awaiting trial and they are found guilty, is the time that they were in jail pre-trial count towards their sentence? Could you repeat the question just... If someone is in jail awaiting trial and they are found guilty, is the time that they were in jail pre-trial count towards their sentencing? Yes, you can use that as time towards the sentence that's been imposed. You, I felt like I was in a spelling bee. Could you uh, repeat the uh, origin? Uh, could you get, no, that no, was okay, a, it was a lot I just of, wanted to make sure I, had, yeah. I heard it please correctly. Put it in the sentence. Yeah, could you please use that? <laughs> what is the Latin origin? Yep, okay, sorry. yeah, I get you. Quick question. I have a pretrial hearing coming up in August stemming from a credit card delect, uh, debt collector. I believe the statute of limitations on New Hampshire for credit card debt is three years. If that's true, then the hearing date is about one month after the statute expires. Will the court dismiss the case? Unfortunately, I would need to know more about the facts of the of the of the debt. Um, certainly, there's a typically there's a three year statute of limitations. However, there are circumstances, and that's why I say there's a factual analysis that must be done that could potentially toll that. Um, and so, I will want more facts and information. But that's certainly something you could potentially raise. Uh, my neighbor has installed security cameras around his house. My issue is they're looking onto my property and not just by a foot or two. Yes, talking to them about it would be nice, but after 27 years of hostilities, I don't see that as an option. What are my rights? Give them a show. You like what you see? Right here. Yeah, Old boner toner. I, I, I would okay. not be doing that. <laughs> um, I think that that's... The giving a show part, you yeah, don't, we yeah, shouldn't. No, okay, all right. No, definitely no giving a show. Okay, all right. But does he have a? Does he have a? Is there something he can do? I mean, if it shows a large portion of his property, is that an invasion? And if he doesn't talk to the guy for twenty-seven years, what does he do? Does he have any legal grounds? I, I don't see it at this point. I want. I want to talk with him about it because in these types of disputes, um, you have. 
it, it, it's hard to answer that question on the air. I'd want to know more. Okay, so what if what about if I get one of those security kits? You know, like this big this ring thing, the doorbell thing, where you could sit there and you could sit right, on your iPad and see iPad them. On your, see them on and, your phone. If if you don't have a sign, according to some of the other things that we've talked about in the past, right. video surveillance. If you don't have that, is that legal to have? I think it is legal to have. The the what I would caution is many homeowners, and I've said in the past, is to put them on notice. There can't be the audio recording, um, but the video recording is certainly something different because. But, it, don't those things have video audio? Because you can say, hey, Bill, I'll be right out in a minute. I, I, I don't know enough about the technology well, I, to know I, that. Am I, am I wrong in that? You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, those yeah. doorbell things? Yes. I thought there was audio involved in that. Right, which Thank is why I'd want to know more about the factual circumstances. That's why I don't want to answer it on the, on the air. So if you come up, uh, that's like four in a row, by the way. I'm that you sorry. Had, you Listen, know what I'm saying? You, you just quoted you know, that, I, that I'll answer what I, I, I know, can. I know, I know. I'm just sparring with you. I, right, I love it. I love it. But I'm just counting. I just want you to know. But my thing is, is we've talked about you know surveillance and how tricky that can be and how you have to have surveillance signs. And if someone comes in and say steals a package off of my, my you know, off of my porch, if that's there and there's no sign that says you are being surveilled, can I still use that to you, prosecute them? You can, and, and, and the circumstances in that is that there's no audio uh, of that particular event. But So would audio disqualify the use of that, it even though it didn't on, play a, a role? It depends on whether or not there was proper notice. Okay, okay. Uh, um, I have, my husband wants a divorce and wants it to be uh, very easy. I do not want the divorce. He's suggesting that we go through a mediator. I've talked to people that they advise me not to use a mediator. I do feel I should have someone who's looking out for my best interests, especially financially. I don't want the divorce, but I do want this to go amicable. Uh, how should I should I contact an attorney or just go through a mediator? Well, I would recommend talking with an attorney because in this circumstance, you want to know everything there is to know about how a divorce should be finalized. There is uh, something out there um, that's like a divorce through mediation. Um, what I would suggest doing is contacting a lawyer and having that conversation about how your assets and liabilities should be set out, how your uh, process of custody and visitation should be set out, so that when you walk into the mediation, you'll be able to recognize what is a fair deal. If you don't get that basis of information, you won't know, uh, you know, really, are you being treated fairly? So mm -hmm. those are things that I would highly recommend. And having the conversation with a lawyer will just kind of give you an outline of what you should expect and what you need to know. Uh, some people are, are uh, questioning how we talked about the uh, the Baker's case in Colorado, how it was a narrow decision. And they're saying, well, seven to two isn't narrow. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the breadth of the decision and how much uh, legal coverage there is. It's a very right. narrow uh, description of a case that they ruled on. Right, exactly. That's, that's what and, we meant and, by and narrow. And to be clear, that's right. I mean, the 7-2 the decision was highly in favor of the baker, but right. what the actual ruling was very narrow. Yeah, the width of the, the, the ruling. Right. In other words, it applied very specifically to a very specific circumstance. Yeah. It couldn't be interpreted broadly to apply to other uh, circumstances or meanings. Would you still need a permit to carry in all states that recognize New Hampshire? Is that, is that, does that make sense? No. Okay. I, I don't understand that, but I guess I would say to you that if you're traveling to an outside state, it would be useful and important to have a conversation with your lawyers about um, you know, whether or not, or that may not even necessarily a lawyer, but you could call local police departments that could educate you on the local jurisdiction and laws so that you don't run afoul of those things. That would be what I would say. Regarding the officer uh, audio-video recording uh, me after they inform me that they are doing so, do I have a right to refuse being recorded? I've witnessed an incident where an officer told a civilian regarding him on a traffic stop that they had no, that, 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 
uh, they had to refrain from recording the officer. He did not get permission. Is that a double standard? Well, it, it, there, you know, meaning it, the little uh, lapel it's, it's, cameras. It's not necessarily a double standard, but the, because there are certain carve outs for law enforcement. So again, it's a fact based determination on each individual circumstance. So very typically, you know, they do put you on notice that they are audio and video recording you, and particularly with this dash cam or there's now body cam, it's becoming more and more prevalent in terms of law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Good. If I have a handgun on me and I go to a dance club, I do a backflip it falls on the ground shoots someone in the leg am i liable yeah the fbi agent Ooh. yeah well right and there's a question about whether or not there was recklessness or negligence right. in the way that they were you know storing that handgun so i would think that there's going to be some substantial problems for that officer that's what that i said setting. oh my god I mean, that's what i said i mean you know to, to do a backflip where you have a loaded handgun on your in the, position wait a minute, wait a minute. was he the could, safety off i it, mean it, it, clearly it was because the gun discharged and it didn't appear that there was a holster back there oh there was oh, something really? i mean i thought there again, was I, I don't know I, I, I don't and, know and that's why i think he you was have working to be, on a case <laughs> well, you know, it was a breakdancing crime yep. of uh, you know, it was a, a breakdancing break case. Yeah, that was just that's crazy. No, it is, and and there again is why we have to talk about how we responsibly carry and use firearms. Right, there's so many. Uh, what uh, I don't know if you did this one. I'm trying to read as we go. If I'm driving down the highway and the person in front of me throws out a cigarette, it lands on my windshield wiper, melts it. I get a license plate number. Should I call the police or a lawyer? It melted no, your windshield? I, I think Come that, on. I'm just uh, telling it, you, it's it, littering. It, it is littering, but I, I think that you're, there's a practical solution here. Which we got is a Barbie car? The, yeah, what, what are you driving? It's I mean, to, right, it's I mean to it's a, you're driving down the road with the wind. The I'm sorry, I don't mean to call you out on it. It melts his windshield wiper a bit. No, I oh, got his, his wiper. Oh, oh, the wiper. Oh, okay. I thought he meant the whole car. Hey, look, I'll, let me tell you something. Yeah. Nothing infuriates me more than seeing somebody do that. That I is got his absolutely number. infuriating. I, oh, God. <laughs> it's ridiculous, you know. Right. So, and uh, I just do want to clarify one thing. And I said earlier that I have a conflict relative to the, the Red Sox case. I should say that it's not that I have a, a legal conflict, but I know the lawyer uh, very well who's yeah. bringing that case. He actually sat next to me in law school. Mm-hmm. Um, I know him well, and I don't want to comment on air about yeah, that case. So. It makes sense. I yeah. get it. I think everybody, you know, there are certain things. You, you could never talk about a case that you're involved in in any way, or, and that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. and so that, that, that's my rationale. You know. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's, not, that's not bad. Every, every, I try to, when we do this, it, it seems like there are some times when we get a billion divorce questions. I think we didn't have any today. No, we did. Yeah, we, we did. did. We, we had, had one, we did. maybe two. We, we, we nice talked job, about divorce people. and mediation. Alimony we talked about the alimony issue. Oh, yeah. and nice job. Custody alimony. over. Keep it going. Yeah, yeah. Speaking <laughs> of uh, Fenway Park, Ryan, I don't know if you know, a friend of mine used to go down to Fenway with his uh, wife, and they'd play this game where... Um, really? What? <laughs> so the he wife... Would, well, they'd play this game. He would kiss her on the strikes, and she would kiss him on the balls. He doesn't get it. Because he's not... <laughs> And I'm not getting you're, it. No, because you're. It's a different. <laughs> Ryan, look at me. Person. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan okay. don't look at him. Okay. Oh, <laughs> jeez, come yeah, on, don't man. do that to the man. Like, I, I would never do like, that to I'm you. I'm we're on the air. Here. Know, we like, are on the air. I know. Just, yeah, I like, know. You but can't do that to him. <laughs> he like, legitimately doesn't like, think like that. I'm like, what are you register. doing? It's not. It's not an act either. It's really him. He's. I don't. I'm thinking. How can they do this to me? 
You they know? they didn't, Ryan. <laughs> so, they know. didn't. But he you know, did. I'm gonna have to go he out did. and face the public. And people actually now comment on it. They're yeah, like, right. oh, so oh, you dude. are like so obtuse. Let and me, I'm like, well, you know, obtuse. I, wow, I'm, what I'm is just, this Shawshank Redemption? Well, um, I, my problem is, okay, easy now. So, I, I, but the problem is, I, I come in here and I think that yeah. I'm, you know, this is a serious show. It and is. I think it's a serious thing, and we it and is. We're at, and, Ryan, and I get. Kissing balls. We, we went to the we went to the uh, the state capitol. The governor gave us a tour, and 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 Kelly thought it was okay to undo his shirt and take a picture in the governor's chair. It's a great. I mean, this I, is. I thought that was you, a Photoshop thing. No, it re- no, him. I don't Photoshop. I'm not that good. That's, I don't even know how that's to use what Kelly like Photoshop. did yesterday. He undid his shirt yeah. right there in the in the executive chambers. It's hilarious because you can't. Take I, us I anywhere. I didn't realize that that's what actually happened. I yeah. thought that was you were yeah, sure, no. Ryan, You know, I didn't. Respectable. I didn't. I, I'm I didn't, not mad at you. Yeah. I just. You I know. didn't Photoshop uh, the governor into this. Oh the, no, the that, was, that was a photo oh, bomb. That, that was awesome. You can like, see that on like, my page at morning. Amazing, amazing. I love the fact the governor did that. It's yeah. Brilliant. So you can, if you, uh, if you, if you sent a, a question and we didn't get to it, uh, sometimes the questions are really, really long, and I can't, <laughs> I can't edit them, you know, to no. get them answered in a short period of time. Feel free to email Ryan directly, Ryan at RussmanLaw.com. And Kelly also wants to know if you want to go to a game with him. Yeah. No. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Absolutely right. not. Good to see you, Counselor. Thank you very much. Thank you. Seriously, don't leave without us.